Slater. Slater Crusaders. Thanks for being here. Josh, really great phone call, sir. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, calling. Slater Radio on the uh, Twitter. Slater Radio, S-L-A-T-E-R, radio, one word. Uh, can I get something off my chest real quick? And then we got some other uh, important things to talk about. Oh, I do want to talk about the Iran deal a little bit. Something important to talk about with Iran. I want to talk about LeBron James. I want to talk about teaching boys to play with swords. What else we got on the list? That are some other good things. Uh, but let me get this off my chest here right quick. 23-year-old man shot in the chest. He died in the hospital. 20-year-old woman shot multiple times, pronounced dead on the scene. 23-year-old man shot and killed walking home. 20-year-old with a 2-year-old daughter shot at 1 in the morning. A 31-year-old man was shot in the head. 22-year-old man was shot in the drive-by. A 31-year-old was shot in the stomach, pronounced dead on the scene. That is eight people shot and killed last weekend in Chicago. Think about that. Eight people. 46 injured in one weekend in one city and really within a you know a few blocks of each other in in the city. I mean that that is that's unreal. Like that didn't that make you I don't, I don't it's still shock. I know every once in a while we, we share statistics like that. And every time like what are you talking about? How can that be? I, I, mean, I get sad, my heart breaks for all the families, and then I get mad, I get angry, and I get, I get frustrated that this continues. Especially when we're bombarded almost every day with this empty message of Black Lives Matter, when eight people killed in one weekend, mostly young people too. Eight in one weekend, we're supposed to trip all over ourselves to fix the consequences of slavery when murders like this are happening in Chicago every weekend. You know, the president was in Alaska a couple, two weeks ago, was it two weeks Talking about the gravest threat to mankind. Climate change. Our governor in California, Jerry Brown, he was in the Vatican a couple weeks ago talking about climate change as well, where he said, we're talking about extinction here. So we're talking about human extinction. So human beings are going to go extinct because of climate change. Meanwhile, in Chicago, eight people dead, 46 injured over Labor Day weekend. From shootings, 46 people, our entire country's attention, instead of ignoring that, should be focused on lifting up the people inside of our inner cities who are actually serving people and pushing for stronger families, who are actually working to, to, to encourage fathers to be present, who are fighting for better schools and, for, and, and investing in local economies, right? That's the answer right there. We need to be celebrating because the, the people are already there. We need to be celebrating the people who are investing in inner cities, whether it's with their time, the prayer, their energy, their money. We need to be lifting those people up. That's why we highlighted the owner of that hair salon in Ferguson. Uh, she owned it. Uh, she worked there for like 10 years. And just a couple years ago, she became the owner. And then... Um, 
Michael Brown shooting was right outside the front of her salon. And she's been looted twice in a year. So she invests in Ferguson with her own money. And look what happens to her. And we're supposed to believe that government is the answer. Government's going to fix all that? No way. It's people like Delana Jones. They're the answer. And there are people on the ground in these cities who really want a real revolution. But it's an uphill battle. It's an uphill battle because we're told to keep our attention on the real killer in America. Carbon dioxide. (laughs) It's like, what? What are you talking about? It's so frustrating. You're... Sorry, that's what I had to get off my chest. It's frustrating that we're told to look over here. And I know we can do two things at once, right? But we're told to look over here like this. this mass extinction. We're told to look over here. And meanwhile, uh, excuse me, uh, over here, people are getting killed now. Okay, forget about in 100 years the temperature of the planet being 0.3 degrees warmer than... like. I'm talking now, right now. Kids are being shot. And then they say, oh, you want to talk about people being shot? Let's talk about cops killing people. No. You want to know how many people uh, cops killed in Chicago last weekend? None. Zero. No cops. No cops killed any people last weekend. But 46 other people were injured in shootings. All right. I'm done ranting. Thank you for letting me get it off my chest. To prevent the emails that I will surely get. It doesn't have to be one or the other. I totally get that. It doesn't have to be one or the other like climate change and inner city shootings. Okay, we can pay attention to both. And it also doesn't have that. We talked last, I think last week or two weeks ago about picking teams. I'm so sick of picking teams. It's like one team's on the side of the cops and one team is on the side of, uh, you know, whatever. I don't even know. Like drug deal. I don't, I don't know. We, we can be, we can say, Hey, we do need some reform in our police off, uh, police departments. No doubt about it. We need some real reforms. No department's perfect. But to pick out police officers as the problem, when in Chicago over the weekend, 46 people are injured in shootings, eight dead. That's just not accurate. I'm just, I'm sick of the narrative we're given. Sick of the narrative. Let's make a new one. Mississippi. Police pulled over a man. Mike Powers is his name. He was in a hurry to get to an appointment, so he was speeding. And the officer, who the driver said was the largest man he's ever seen, the officer walked to his car and they talked, and he began to write him a $400 ticket. And then Mike said, how are you? And I can't, I can't even, I can't say it like that. So quick backup. I've, t- I've told you this a million times. Uh, people always ask me like, how, how is Glenn? How's Glenn in real life? And my answer is always the most genuine person you've ever met in your life. The way that Glenn says, how are you? Is unlike anything I've ever heard. I've never heard anyone say it so genuinely as he does. It's like, we'll be walking down the hall 
Just like nor like nor like uh, here in San Diego, I walk down the hall, and you're hey, how are you? Doing good? Okay, yeah, good, good. Just pleasantries, right? Glenn, you walk through the Dallas studios and you run by Glenn, and Glenn will say to someone, "How are you?" I, I can't even do it. I don't. I don't even. How How are you? I, I I can't even fake it. And when he does it, the person who he says it to just they just they just like unload. It's just like they tell them, "Here's my life story." Here's what I'm going through. Here's the truth. Because Jen, uh, Glenn genuinely means it. And I imagine that's how this driver said it, right? How are you with all the senseless killings? Are you okay? Are the officers in Mississippi okay? And it's just the way he said it just pierced the officer's heart. He was so touched. Oh, and also the, the man gave the officer a bracelet with, with a scripture on it. And the officer was so touched, not, not by the words, because anyone could say, how are you? But, but just by genuine the man was, the actual concern that he had. The officer said he almost teared up. Because, yeah, it has been hard for officers. And the officer, in the end, ripped up the ticket. And Mike, instead, made a $200 donation to a children's home in Mississippi. Now, the lesson here is not to give things to police officers in hopes that they get you out, get you out of a ticket. That won't work. But the heart of concern, that's... What matters? The genuine love and concern of our officers. That, man, that's appreciated and needed now more than any time in my recent memory. Maybe you're new. I, I don't, you may be new to the Mike Sliders. I don't know the listening habits of um, this audience quite yet. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how people come in, come out, listen to the podcast mostly, um, how many new people are arriving every day. I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but you may be new to the Mike Slater show and if so, welcome. One thing we do here, we, excuse me, one thing we don't do here is get sucked into narratives. We don't get sucked into narratives. We don't fall into feeling like we're told we should feel or reacting how we're told we should react or even paying attention to stories that we're told we should pay attention to. And most importantly, I refuse to believe that we're being told the full story of who we are as Americans and who we are as human beings. And that's why when we talked to Glenn back a couple weeks ago on the radio here, I said, Glenn, we've been exploring things that are written on the human heart, things that transcend cultures, things that transcend geography, things that transcend race, gender, age, things that are just written on the human heart. And those are the things we talk about on this show because, yeah, there's a lot of evil in the world. Naturally, it's a fallen world, but that's not who we are. We're better than that. We're capable of more than that always. So if you're new, welcome. I want to take a break. I want to come back, tell the story of a changed man and a gesture and offer that came from an unlikely source, to say the least. An unlikely source to an unlikely person. Great story. I love it. Got it next. one 93 Thanks for letting me get that off my chest. Mike Slater, show the blaze. Radio Network. Spread the word. This is... Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network.